Okay, we're back. Part two, uh, East Rosebud, Cuba, Kaya Cruz. So I talked about, you know, the shakedown at the, you know, leaving Cuba. Again, that didn't happen to me, but happened to the two next dudes right after us. What, what the dudes say? <laughs> like, you gave him money? He didn't say nothing? He, uh, the, what do you mean? Like, was it, was like, you know, all of them, like, oh, shoot, y'all, y'all didn't give him $100? Well, he, they never asked me, and the first guy did it. It was his last 100 on the trip, too. They got it. The next guy, my, 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 you know, my other friend, who's tighter. Motherfuckers wipes with hundreds, but he's tighter. He said, no fucking way. And the dude said, okay, sir, right into the terminal. You're good. <clears throat> so that's kind of Cuba, you know. And so when, when you tip out guides at the end of the week like that, that, who knows where that's going is my point. You know, that's Cuba is complete and total financial manipulation. The Cuban people, to the best of my knowledge, are, do not use cash. That means that when they go to whatever store to get their shit, they use a card that the Cuban government provides for them, and that you know they'll they'll get paid and they'll put their money on that card. The Cuban government tracks every fucking nickel they use, not if it's cash and it's you know they there's probably a lot of currency trade on the black market in Cuba amongst folks. They they take those U.S. dollars with a big smile. You know you're not supposed to use U.S. currency in Cuba, but. Even a store inside the Camagüey Airport took U.S. dollars, which was weird as fuck to me. Uh, U.S. credit cards can't use your credit cards there. Um, you know, it's it's, uh, and you do not want to bring a marijuana cigarette. I went ten days without any tokes. I, you know, I, I'm I'm yeah, I'm okay at this point. But you know, you know, you might, you know, I, you go into Mexico, you go into the Bahamas. I mean, you know, you can bring some dope with you. You know, unless you're a fucking moron, you know, you, you bring the dope with you. And because, you know, they, they, the weed in, in in the Bahamas is the worst fucking weed ever. <laughs> You've experienced that. Yeah, I have. It's like it's like 80s American junior high weed. It's where dirt weed, the, the description came from. But you can't you can't use it all in Cuba because, you know, and they'll put you in fucking prison for having marijuana in Cuba. I, I, have I talked about this before? Maybe I have. I don't, I don't, I don't recall it. Uh, I'll end up being fucking Brittany Grimes over there. with. That's, uh, that's or, what I was thinking of. Yeah, Brittany. Oh, uh, fucking. Yeah, I mean, you know, but, hey, you know, you know, superb basketball player, but not very fucking smart. You know, any marijuana product going into those cocksuckers in Russia, you know, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a Russian fan. And, and I saw Russians in, in Cuba last week and that was weird to me i, I mean i really i can't I'll, is maybe there, is, I'll, there a lot, is there a lot of them or I, is there? We, I don't know because our group we're so isolated meaning that like you know kaya cruz is not some metropolis there's a significant spattering of 10 12 nice resorts for varied folk you know this other place that's within a mile of kaya kaya cruz hotel which is where we stay um is a full-blown luxury fucking hot spot for Canadians, Russians, rich Brazilians. And, uh, you know, we, we you know, a, a man that I refer to as the dentist. And the reason that I refer to this guy as, as the dentist is because this is a Cuban who was public relations for the Cayo Romano Hotel. And I got to get that straight because 
They tried to name this region, this place, Kaya Romano instead of its original Kaya Cruz roots. But it's all confusing because you go there and everything says Kaya Cruz. But the hotel we <laughs> stayed at is Kaya Romano. That's fucking Cuba. Cuba is an, is an institutional, awkward disaster. It's, it's, there's no private enterprise. You know, I'm 58 years old and I got some sensitivities to me still, but I'll tell you what, capitalism is the only fucking thing that works. It, There's more incentives, you know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, like some incentive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying, you know, okay, you know, I'm, you know capitalism is a cold-ass bitch. But socialism and communism is way fucking worse, let me tell you. And the Cuban people are paying a price. But but there's this other resort that's got tourists. Our hotel is only fly fishermen now. Okay. I mean, this fucking place has got to have 100 rooms. I don't know how. I mean, it's it's plenty big. It's plenty nice. And So is, is, is Kaya Cruz the, the, the town? Is it, is it all based off? Is it like a fly fishing community? No, it's a community for vacationers. Oh, so They're, it's all, okay. Yeah. It's all, yeah. it's all yeah. foreign people coming There's in. not another fishing entity other than the Kaya Romano Hotel and the marina that we board our skiffs, which is 100 yards away from the front door. Tight. Easy. You're isolated. There ain't nothing to go do. Okay. Right? So this other casino, the dentist took us over there. And the dentist is a beautiful Cuban who is a fucking trained dentist that can't make any money being a dentist. And that's a shocker to me because, I mean, medically, those motherfuckers clean up in America. I mean, you know, and, and hey, I got a lot of good dentists that are friends and shit. So, you know, we need them. Everybody hates a dentist until he got a bad tooth, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. This guy can't practice in there, so he now is working as a PR guy for this hotel. And he just took me and a couple of buddies over there, and we just had a free drink over there, and it was just commies fucking everywhere. Was this a bunch of hot ones too? Was this still in the resort area, or was that other resort area? Another resort area that you could walk to in nine minutes. Okay. I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't, you know, I was exhausted. I fished in a skiff for six straight days by myself, which means I was up there looking for eight hours a day. Yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I got, you know, my party's at home in my bed, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm not, you know, I don't give a fuck. But it was interesting to go over there and see these drunk Russian men. We've all heard about them. Fucking yeah. just going fucking bonkers. I'm not kidding you, man. So Cuba, strange place. So the dentist, he ends up asking me my last night that I'm there if I could get him a water bottle from one of my guys. And I ended up getting him a, a nice water bottle from another superb friend customer that was on this trip. And this guy, this is a, this is a, a professional, legit dude here fucking shaking his head damn near crying at me for getting him a $35 water bottle. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So, anyway, so, uh, Cuba's just a, it's a, it's just a fascinating place and we're going to keep going to Cuba because every time you go to Cuba, it's a, it's a new cool discovery and it's a place that I can take a group of generous, nice anglers. It's funny. 
there's a form you have to fill out that's actually a form that could be required by the U.S. government upon returning not to go into Cuba. It's called a travel affidavit, right? It's got a big it's a fucking black and white page, tons of shit on it, and then bottom, name, address, phone number, signature, with one checked box, why you went to Cuba. I've never, I've been to Cuba many times, and I've never had them ever ask upon my return for this travel affidavit. But the status that you check on this box is humanitarian. Ironically, that's connected to a environmental habitat that's been set up for anglers there. That it's a humanitarian mission because of the outdoor, the environment. Who fucking cares, right? A lot of the clients that have gone with me to Cuba have been very sarcastic about that, right? But after like being with these Cuban people for seven, eight days, that's exactly what it fucking is. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. That fucking water bottle. So next time you got to pack a lot of a lot of water bottles. Bring some extra <laughs> water bottles. <laughs> Jesus, I'm being man, holy shit. I think back to that just a week ago now, and I'm just like, wow. You just get moved by their desperation for that. Yeah. yeah. So Cuba really is a great place to go. Um, so the fishing, uh, I'm going to just, you know, obviously let's talk about that. That's why we were there. Uh, just did not fail to disappoint. I mean, my first day with one of my favorite guides, Nelson, was um, I wanted it to be a bonefish day because a year ago plus, Nelson gave me and my wife an unbelievable wade fishing day for fucking tanks on flat water so you'd move to them because of their tailing or because you would just see between their tail tip and their dorsal them just fucking moving you could tell it was a 20 22 24 inch bone and you're just trying to get to him quiet so he gave us that so when i fished with him that's what i wanted to do we tried that um, had a couple of okay shots but then we got into a fucking tarpon melee we got in this big wide area with some depth and they just can't they just kept coming in fucking droves did he didn't have to really move more once you were there we you know we we cruised around we we pulled around but it, it wasn't long after an attempt or a hookup that boom here was another small group of them moving our way and nice fish that's awesome i had like Probably a 60-pounder break me off 15, 20 feet from the bank. Or from the boat, I'm sorry. And um, Nelson was like, ay, 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 what, what pound? I'm like, I don't know. That was the dumbest fucking thing I, I, I could have said. Yeah. I had like a pre-tied tarpon leader because, you know, I'm not a build-my-own-leader cat. And, um, you know, it was a, you know, I mean landed plenty and decent tarpon on him you know it isn't that but i wasn't really sure and that was a 60 pound fish that came up from the bottom whacked it and then went away from me and i held that fucking line a bit too long yeah so right there my tarpon of the week was over had a couple of other smaller ones decent i mean you know decent fish taking stabs at him but you know i didn't make it happen you know, that was my tarpon moment. I never got it back the rest of the week. When I was there a year ago, I didn't see any tarpon. So we were just like fucking, whoa. I mean, a good friend of mine, Dave Best, he popped a nice damn near 50 pounder during the week. But 
Most people didn't see him, but man, I had that moment. I had it for about an hour, 90 minutes. So, but, but then got into a great groove of just really fantastic sight fishing for nice bones, big bones. So that was really the deal. Do you, do you use the same uh, rod for the bones and the tarpon? Um, no, okay. no, of course not. Okay. No, I was gonna um, say, that's quite I, a big difference on you, the you fish. fish you know, size. the baby tarpon thing is primarily a ten weight thing, but you know, you would not hurt yourself a bit, except probably a little bit of casting enjoyment by going to an eleven there. Okay. Because honestly, after what I saw, I mean, you know, again, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounder, you could certainly make that happen there. And we fished it in <laughs> December, not you know, mid to late spring. So it it, it isn't prime tarpon time. But tarpon are around. That's kind of the way you would sell that the tarpon element. But that was my day one. Good day. Wait, you know, I, again, you know, caught probably a six pound bone on day one, which I, is a big deal for me. Day two, I fish with a guy that I fished before, who's a little bit of a tough cookie. His name's Leo. You know, once you get to know Leo, Leo is your guy. But Leo don't let you in just for free. And he don't let you in just because you're going to give him a C-note. This motherfucker has gotten people on something crazy ass like 500 plus career, you know, permit. Dang. Dang. So, so Leo, Leo is my permit guy there because he is good at everything, probably. But his passion and his success rate in his mind is getting you on permit. So on day one with Leo, he's like, we're going to fish for permit. And I'm like, good, because I, I want to catch a Cuban permit. You know, that's, that's I, you know, I want to be a, a good permit fisherman. It just isn't fucking happening like I hoped. You know, I've caught a few, but I put a lot of days in. And this, this day, which was a Monday, was, was tough. After a couple of okay shots early and catching some nice bonefish early, having a couple of shark shots early, Good morning. We we got our lunch in, and then he started to get serious about permit. And my first shot was a quickly moving, nice 15 to 20 pounder that wasn't spook biased, but it was wanting to get somewhere. And I got it out in front of him a couple of times, turned him once, but that was it. And then Leo took me into a small lagoon, um, and I'll never forget what I saw in that 45 minutes as it pertains to permit. I've seen my share of permit mostly in Ascension Bay in Mexico, but I've never seen permit like I saw that afternoon in such small skinny water. I saw two or three visuals of oversized fish, which are 20 to 30 pounds, feeding in shallow water and that big fucking tail tip moving out of that water. And why, and why and and I mean Jesus like Christ. That, yeah, I mean that's 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 like um that's really that's as intense as the hottest sex you've ever had. Yeah. I, I mean you, you, you may not get you may not get to come. But all the anticipation and all the excitement and all that up to that point is fucking equal. That was a great that was a great moment. Unfortunately, out of I would say three really good shots, meaning I could do it 
it was the setting for them to eat it a legit shot i might have had three and and i it, it just again it didn't happen Overlined them too short, too far, too left, too right, too this. Fuck permit. Very difficult saltwater fishing. You got to put it right on their nose. I mean, ideally, um, you know, I got to close out this segment. But but uh, Leo shared something with me later because he knew it bothered me. He knew it bothered me that I couldn't get that done. And he knows what I saw matter to me. Okay. He said a couple of things. Go to a 10 weight because you always fish a nine for permit. A lot of people right now that know what we're talking about are like, oh, that's ridiculous. Fuck, Leo knows, motherfucker. And he also told me that a guy that's caught a ton of permit, a client from his, says 90% of the time, it's your first cast. 90% of the time. So in that guy's opinion, in Leo's opinion, if that shot comes your way and you can't put it there on cast one, your chances decrease exponentially, even if you get a good second cast in without spooking those motherfuckers. So that, that was my that was my Tuesday. So anyway, we're gonna close this segment out and uh, tune back for uh, part three, East Rosebud, Kaya Cruz, Cuba, baby. Thank you very much.